Discussions of Truth. This is June 10th, 2020, the year 2020. We started this program January 2017 after having written for a publication out of Southern California called Honey Colony. That was in 2016, the fall thereof. In late August of 2016, Miami Beach and the surrounding area, Wynwood, began being sprayed with a very controversial pesticide known as Nalid. Other trade name is Dibrom. There, there are other trade names. It's currently manufactured by Vanguard. Chemical Corporation out of Los Angeles. The origin of Nalid comes from the Chevron Chemical Corporation. Here's the argument that really set the precedent, if you will, for the writing of that article that was published by Honey Colony that fall of 2016. The Rockefeller Foundation owning majority shares of the Chevron Chemical Corporation. Well, they just so happened to also be funding the scientists back in the 1940s, Dibram or Nalid coming from the 1950s. In a Uganda forest in 1940s, scientists funded the extraction process there of what we know as Zika. Those vials and samples can currently be ordered from ACT. A, let me get this right. AC. ACT. Okay, I think I've got the acronym incorrect, but it's a ACTT. I think it is. Um, it's a laboratory out of England where you can, if you have proper credentials, you can order yourself a vial of Zika, the Zika virus, to study. Miriam Hennon will be joining us for a fourth time now on the program today. She happens to be the very first guest that joined us back in 2017. Again, uh, to find that article published by Annie Connie Colony, which she patrons and she owns, um, best of my knowledge. Uh, you can type into your web browser, shorten link, bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y, slash Zika, capital Z-I-K-A, Miami Beach, capital M and B. Type that in your browser and you can read that article. All right, so what a world we have now changing from those very few years Coming up now on the, the fourth year of doing this program, the second hour, Discussions of Truth will be joined by Temple Grandin, uh, Overcoming Challenges by Autism Spectrism, Spectrum Disorder. Temple Grandin obtained a BA from Franklin Pierce College and MS in Animal Science at Arizona State University and a PhD in Animal Science from the University of Illinois. Yes, she has obtained a doctorate from her hard work. She is autistic. Uh, she'll be joining us the second hour. The first hour here, coming up in a few moments, Henning, Miriam Henning. She's a native of Montreal, Quebec. She interviewed documentarian Morgan Spurlock and also produced documentaries for UK's September films on subjects that include pimps, drug dealers, Porn stars in Los Angeles area. She was also part of the first apartment, a reality show webcast in the late 1990s and early 2000s on the now defunct website crushedplanet.com, produced by Joe and Harry Gantz of Taxicab Confessions. You may have heard of Taxicab Confessions. Following a near fatal pedestrian versus car crash in 2002, in which she was dragged 49 feet, broke her leg, vertebrae, and several ribs and had to have a titanium rod inserted. She researched issues of health and nutrition to help her in recovery and became aware of colony collapse disorder. In 2015, so about a year before the two of us crossed paths, paths, 
Mary Hennon was featured as an environmental and wellness advocate in the book Going Supernova, 101 Super Achievers. 101. With subject of America's increasing threat of toxins in public water sources, in 2017, Henning interviewed activist Aaron Brockovich for truthout.org. Okay, um, so we will be connecting with her momentarily as, as in addition with Dr. Michael Hall, who will be joining us from uh, Miami Beach. What we're attempting to do here on Discussion of Truth for the first time is put together a Zoom conference call. So we will do our best to put together a Zoom conference call for that. If you have not checked out last week's episode, episodes plural, I do urge you to do so. Gerald Parza, first off, last week we started with J.P. Lindstrom who's been joining us now for about three years. He's got a PhD from Oxford, and he is a former Fulbright scholar to Brazil. Brian Knowles and JP joined us in a discussion about this chaotic protesting that's happening in the United States. Um, chaotic, yes, but indeed for a, uh, we would seem... Hopefully not a super uh, uh, natural, if you will, level um, important cause. Okay, what I mean by that is if this man truly was... Okay, they worked at the same nightclub. I'm, I'm, talking, uh, I'm talking about um, uh, the, the recent Black Lives uh, incident in Minneapolis, uh, what we've got here is a very disgusting example of hate and racism. Uh, well, I, I use the word if because it's entirely possible that there is some false pretense behind it, okay? But some of my early childhood friends and remain friends, African-American, um, I have friends of all color, races, ethnicities, religious. Some of my best friends happen, actually happen to be Jewish. So I take no sides. I take no sides politically. I take no sides. Uh, life is difficult and hard enough. Yes, the black people have had it, had a way different road than white people have. If 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 your ancestry uh, has lived in the United States, what we know as the United States, long enough. Okay. Anyway, so the first hour. That's the road we took. Um, the second hour, we hosted Bandy Lee, Dr. Bandy Lee from Yale. And she spoke about her book, The Dangerous Case of Donald Trump. And we wound out last week with Gerald Posner, three-time New York Times bestselling author, former Wall Street attorney. Uh, his book, his current book, just released in March, Pharma, Greed, Lies, and the Poisoning of America. So today, we're going to go down the road with Miriam and Dr. Hall of Dr. Fauci and further dissect the COVID-19. And where is COVID-19? Well, a month of protests and, oh, wow, this global pandemic that has the ability to kill millions and we've got a nip in the bud and it's, you know, it's killed 100,000, over 100,000 people. Well, oh, so drastically we shift to this protesting happening. So behind the scenes, what's happening here? Okay. Um... Anyway, so Posner is a merciless pit bull of an investigator, according to the Chicago Tribune. And if you have not listened to that episode, I highly urge you to do so, because he definitely is a pit bull. All right, um, going to connect now on Zoom. Let's make an attempt here to see uh, to see if Miriam is uh, Miriam and Dr. Hall are are there. So connecting to Zoom here. Um, Let's uh, let's give this a shot here. Okay, I think I'm the only. Let's see here. This is a discussion of truth. We're connecting with Mary Henham, We hope uh, in the Zoom broadcast here. Let's see here. Um, Miriam. Okay, I can't hear you. 
Okay, my lighting is a little poor. Um, okay, and I've got uh, Temple Grand in here calling in uh, at the moment. So, this is, Marion, can you hear me? Cannot hear Miriam. Okay, again, we are. Miriam, can you hear me now? Oh, I can hear you. Fantastic. Hi, Miriam. How are you? Hi, Ian. Good to connect with you. Um, all right, so let's um, let's try to bring in Doctor Hall. I uh, am bringing him now. Oh, excellent. I, I know I know my lighting is a little little off here. Your your lighting is no problem. <laughs> it's not good at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, my lighting's bad. Uh, let me see if I can. <laughs> let me can, let me let me see if I can bring in a light here. Hold on a minute. Are we, Michael? Are we gonna see you? Can you hear us, Michael? Connecting to audio system. Hold on, Miriam. One moment, Marion. Sorry. Okay, it's still dark. Okay, it's a, I think that's the best I can do at the moment. Is Michael with us yet? Yep. Michael, hello. Uh, nice to connect. Nice to reconnect with you, sir. Um, and Mariam, thank you for putting this together. Um, yeah, ple pleasure. I'm, I'm, are we going to see you, Michael? Uh, I'm just really, my connection's pretty weak, so probably not, unfortunately. Okay. Okay, well, I've got... Is it, is it silly for me to record this? No, I've already got it recording, I think. And it's... But are, you rec are you recording just audio or are you recording visuals? Too? Well, we're, we're live on Winwood 1 right now, which is uh, one of the domains that I go live on. Um, I, we're live on a, various, uh, a number of domains. And, and the video, I think we're also recording, Miriam. So... Um, the audio is definitely live and recording, and the video, um, I think, is live as well. Oh, really? So I'm not, I'm not recording on my end. Let me press this request again. You're not? Okay. Well, if, if you can, uh, go for it. You have my permission will it, anyway. Will it go live, or will it just go on my computer? I, I don't want to rec – I'm going to record it on the cloud – I don't know if that impacts the quality, okay. um, but I don't have enough room on my computer. It's, yeah, well, it doesn't, it, it, it's okay. I, I don't think it's, uh, you know, just recording uh, and then uh, re-transmitting and posting it is, is probably fine. Um, okay. Mariam, thanks for putting this together. Um, and Thank you for putting it together. Uh, I think that Zika put us together. Well, yes, that's exactly right. And I think that's where we want to um, definitely focus on for the moment. Um, so uh, Michael uh, Michael joined uh, the program just a few weeks ago. And uh, Miriam, you had found me via Twitter. And, uh, and of course, uh, that's, that, was, that was just a few months before I began out of the Winwood Radio Studios. Uh, doing the weekly show on Wednesdays, 
at uh, five o'clock. But because of the COVID-19 for the past few months, I've now started my broadcast some days on Wednesdays as early as three o'clock uh, Eastern Standard. Last week, uh, we started at three o'clock, J.P. Lindstroth and I, who's, he's got an, a PhD from Oxford. Um, and then Dr. Bandy Lee joined me at four o'clock. And then uh, Gerald Posner, who Michael, by the way, uh, is located right there in Miami Beach. He's a three-time New York Times bestselling author, former Wall Street Journey. He's written a book, uh, Simon Schulster, called Pharma, Greed, Lies, and the Poisoning of America. That's his most recent book. Uh, his JD is from uh, Cal Berkeley. So he was on the show with me last week. But but I think I also may have mentioned this to you, uh, Michael, that Miriam was actually my very first guest. So we called we called that episode, and, and we went by that name for, for a little while, Miriam. It was called the Florida Sun and Spray Show, and, and it's evolved into what is now known as Discussions of Truth. Um, but uh, you're nodding your head. You have a comment. <laughs> Go for it, Miriam. Well, one, I want to congratulate you to, you know, how far you've, you've come and maybe to just for, for me to put things in context from my perspective that I was covering Zika and wrote several stories and found you who was being poisoned Yes, and going to the city council to plead for people to for, for them to stop spraying Nalid uh, overhead, which is a travesty. So just, just to put that in context, and then flash forward now four years later, yeah. where I am determined to take, one, the vaccine deep state down, and two, to expose Fauci the fraud. And so the reason why I went in into looking for um, lawsuit was because there's an operation led by the FDA called Operation Quack Hack, which is targeting uh, people like myself who stand for truth and who actually care about people's health and stumbled upon um, Dr. Michael Hall's lawsuit. I was specifically looking for dirt on Fauci. So when I found that Wow, it has to do with Zika. I know a little thing or two about Zika because I've covered covered it and wrote four or five stories. This extra layer uh, regarding the NIH and the $1.1 billion that they got from this right. particular yeah. scandemic is... Um, so I called Michael the next day, not knowing if he would talk to me, uh, just kind of being moved, just call... And uh, we, we had a conversation, and um, then I reached out to you. So it kind of is full circle. And, and I don't know if you guys crossed paths at the city council during the spring. Michael, comments on your behalf, yeah? You know, I, it, it's all very interesting right now what's going on. We are facing probably an extermination event on many levels, not just, you know, physiologically, but emotionally, spiritually. I have a lot of patients that have been calling me. They're just really kind of experiencing the most turmoil they've ever had in their lives. You know, people ODing around them, people killing themselves, people looking for a way out because they just don't want to fight the system. You're seeing this, this have and have not um, kind of infrastructure built that's been going on for the last 40 or 50 years. It's coming to an end. People are rebelling. Um, Mariam and myself and you, Ian, you know, we've all rebelled in our own way. Yeah, absolutely. There's absolutely right. And we're just, we're seeing kind of the, the yeah. So I think what's happened is we're, we're going through this. I don't know if you listen to Benjamin Fulford. I, I do. I do listen to Benjamin Fulford. I want Benjamin, to I've known, known through uh, a particular unique gentleman uh, that I've met, and it, I won't go into it now because it's just too esoteric to talk about. But this particular gentleman is, is kind of a, a real um, mind's eye, if you will, the universe. And Benjamin is kind of a, 
somewhat of like a scribe for this guy. And anyway, just he really does capture a lot of what's going on. And I don't know where his sources come from. And, you know, a lot of this stuff seems to be so far-fetched and it's just coming true. Everything's coming true. And I do believe that we are kind of facing our demons now. We really have to face whatever it is that this bet noir out there. And it's all kind of like in our face, you know, and people, you know, looting, rioting, carrying on, that, that's one way to deal with it. Another way to deal with it is spiritually to shield oneself from, from what's out there and try to penetrate it uh, with light, if you know what I mean. Absolutely and, and spiritual know what light, you mean. Light, light is... Yeah, that's that's kind of where yeah, I mean that's kind of where I want to take this. You know, the spiritual white light to me is 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 really Do we lose you, Michael? You may have lost him there. So So Miriam anyway, um yeah. let Michael come back in here. Um did you did you hear me? I okay. guess there's... no. You you faded out uh, very conveniently as these yeah. glitches seem to happen. <laughs> I want I want to believe that that there, I'm an important person, but I'm I'm really I think it's all uh, super uh, super nice to to be here and and, and uh, you know we're all just little voyagers. We're on our journey. Everybody's on their journey right now. We're all journeymen trying to to soul up. I think that's the goal here. I'd like to say a few things. Um, I really, I think that we don't speak enough about the fact that this is spiritual warfare as far as exploring these far-fetched um, ideas or whatever you, you were saying is far-fetched. Really, like, we're in uncharted territory of Bonkerville yeah. and things are coming up to the surface. My wish is for people to exercise kindness and for people to explore my philosophy which is know thyself and to realize that there's a lot of projection going on and that we're not going to solve personally i don't think by acting like juvenile delinquents right. now when we first spoke michael i was going to go on another show and expose this um lawsuit and the person that I was going to speak to was jarred by the fact that at some point you had mentioned going to the CDC and uh, basically, um, like, I don't know, going, I don't know if setting on fire or whatever. I, I don't, I don't stand for violence. I, I think that, and I'm not saying you do, but, but that was his trepidation to have you on the show, even though I think the, the focus in that regard was like exposing Fauci that these people, uh, Anthony Fauci hasn't practiced medicine. He arguably was poisoning people knowingly for the sake of optics and tourism and for the sake of his um, $1.1 billion because when Zika was around, what was the slogan? Fight the bite. Mm. Um, it's like same playbook, different uh, epidemic. So I, I don't want to speak for you that you were advocating for violence. Obviously, look at where we are now. We like coronavirus wasn't conuvirus wasn't working. So now they've, they've rehashed uh, the race race card, which was they were doing in 2016, which they did also in 2014. Like I found Matt Taibbi uh, wrote a book called I Can't Breathe. If for people who don't think that it's bizarre that Eric Garner also said I, 11 times I can't breathe, sorry to bring it to George Floyd, or the fact that yeah. Michael ba Baden was also the examiner, the fact that Benjamin Crump was also the the um, attorney, and here we are now this, in my opinion, a uh, manufactured race war yeah. to, for, to what ends? This is definitely spiritual warfare. Do, do we have like do do these people bleed red? Is what I say. Are they, are human? they human? Um, are they just sociopathic narcissists? Is Black Lives Matter a melee of like real people who think this is real mixed in with Antifa? 
uh, mixed in with Black Lives Matter, which is backed by George Soros. And like now they're asking to defund the police. Uh, they've showed us clearly that we need police because is this the way that civil, sophisticated spiritual beings behave? No. Yeah, and, and Michael, I want I want to get your opinion on that. I, I want to throw in uh, Dr. Peter Beter. I don't know if either one of you are familiar with him. Uh, he was an economic advisor under JFK, and he was talking out in the early 70s and mid-70s about exactly what you're uh, suggesting, Miriam, and, and even what you've alluded to, Michael, and that this is a spiritual issue. So how much does artificial intelligence uh, come into play here? And uh, in the 70s, Peter Beter, who was uh, one of the top lawyers in D.C., uh, started talking out about uh, about this, and he's addressing robotoids and what various uh, military regimes uh, in the technology realm uh, had had in their power back in the 1970s. Uh, let's also not forget uh, Nixon uh, taking away the gold standard in 1971. But getting back to uh, getting back to, we can get into artificial intelligence and that sort of thing. We want to obviously, uh, Michael. It sounded like you wanted to go the spiritual route and get into that a little bit. Um, and, 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 uh, of course the main topic is, uh, our health, right? The main topic is, uh, this, this international, uh, what is a, a pandemic and, you know, the rebound there of it and how we've gone in such a quick and swift motion of being on total lockdown, um, nationally and internationally really apart from countries like Sweden, um, to this kind of uh, 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 enforcing of uh, and suggesting of getting out and protesting against, uh, you know, against against this uh, this racial incident, um, how we how we could go from the two extremes so quickly, um, and of course being media induced in large part. But Michael, um, from Miriam's uh, uh, from Miriam's uh, 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 points that she just made. Uh, what are your what are your thoughts in that regard, and, and 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 how would you like to go? You know, what are your thoughts in regards to this being a spiritual battle? Well, well I I don't know where the, the violence issue came from. What Marianne alludes to, I I don't think I revocated any violence. Oh, you I, just said, you said we need to go to the CDC. I, I didn't I didn't take it as uh, uh, being violent. Someone else who listened to the interview. Yeah, it may it may be that that, that there's there's some. You know, projection onto me by others, but I, um, no, I think you know what we did is is a group of people in Miami Beach, you know, speaking out and and really making our voices heard was was kind of, you know, a, a galvanization of um, many minds and 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 this this idea of forcing the issue uh, out into the open, so to speak. You know, I, I think we're we're seeing more and more of those opportunities. This issue with with spirituality, I bring up, it, yeah. we're seeing a, a, a Jacobin sort of event. This is satanic, Luciferian evil being poured onto our world by a very select group of people. And as you know, in the the French Revolution, it was very violent. And if you did not adhere to being called citizen and voicing the party line, you were guillotined. And I think that's where we're headed. We're headed toward, uh, and they, that was Luciferian and, and satanic. Uh, that was Masonic in a lot of ways as well. And I think they all go hand in hand uh, in the sense that we are repeating a cycle, if you will, of, of this, this revolution, this social revolution, this spiritual revolution. I do believe this is the, the, the setup for the last act. Some people want to call it the, the, you know, kind of end times. I want to call it, you know, a Hopi Indian sort of cycle that we're experiencing. We're seeing this, this peevish sort of uh, masochistic machismo that, you know, this small bunch of men want to rule the world and some women too. I think that's exploding onto the scene right now. Everybody is seeing that poison for what it is. I think there are people out there that we can talk about, but that's not important. What's important is coming up with a solution and realizing that whether it be Zika or COVID or whatever, 
we're we're being artificially yeah. kind of puppeteered in a way, yeah. and I, I think we have to realize that we've got to we've got to take things into our own um, white light, if you will, bathe that issue in white light, and let that that stuff just dissolve. And I think it will if there's a significant majority of humans that are willing to do this. I don't know if if we can get that critical mass, uh, uh, you know, to where we need it. But I think that's that's the goal ultimately. So before Miriam, uh, before you respond, Miriam, I just I, I want listeners to understand a little bit of the a uh, little bit of the background. Uh, uh, Michael, you joined uh, discussion of truth just a few weeks ago, and um, and it just it just came together that uh, that that the three of us uh, were on the same page here with this one. So um, so kudos for all of this uh, for that having happened. But for listeners to get back and understand a little bit of the uh, of the background here with with Dr. Hall. Um, uh, Michael, would you please just, just before, uh, would you please, uh, give a little bit of background, uh, uh, on this, uh, Dr. Fauci lawsuit that you have going uh, for listeners to understand that a little bit better. Well, the, the 3000, you know, or 30,000 or 10,000 foot view, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it, it's, it's basically pretty simple. I went about going after Fauci Rick Scott and the present mayor, Jimenez, and uh, the previous uh, vice mayor, uh, Elena Hudak, for, for one reason, and that was they were continually uh, promulgating the idea of spraying Nailid on our, on our biome, on our biosphere in Miami, affecting plant life, animal life, human life. That was, that was their tenet. Uh, because of Zika. They decided they were going to take this spray route, this organophosphate poison route versus any other route to control mosquitoes. And we couldn't bear the idea of being poisoned. Um, and we, small group, a band of us, wanted to sue them early on during the Zika pandemic epidemic. And nobody would come forward. Nobody wanted to put their neck out uh, and we're talking about a group of people, you know, about 15 people. So anyway, so we ended up doing it between myself and my neighbor. And it was enough to get a significant amount of inertia from a judge to force the, the city of Miami, Dade County, to sit down, which they refused to, but sit down with us and try to stop uh, spraying. Uh, Anthony Fauci was sued. He never showed up. The, the United States government never made an appearance on his behalf, nor did Rick Scott, although his, the Rick, Rick Scott's, uh, the, the state attorney for Rick Scott did contact us, but neither one of them appeared in court, which is beyond me because, you know, normally you expect if you're served, you got to go to court, but they didn't have to go to court, I guess, right? So that's kind of where it was left uh, in, that, in that, that little sort of place where the judge asked us to mediate the, the city uh, of Miami-Dade did not do that. They refused, but it seems to have been enough to have them stop spraying. The lawsuit was ultimately dismissed, I believe, with prejudice um, based on the fact that that parties just just kind of disbanded. I don't, we did send a letter to the judge. The judge kind of um, made it very clear that if it were to recur to come back, but I, I don't think that the lawsuit is active right now. Um, but it was enough to get us kind of to shake the tree to get the get them to to stop behaving badly, so to speak. So, Miriam, I, I find it. Um, you know, I was looking at a um, Derek Chauvin case in 2006, and that was dismissed without prejudice just that term without prejudice. So just can you clarify for people what that distinction is with prejudice means that you cannot file again? With, with and without prejudice, that's an interesting uh, legal term. Yes, it is. It, it, it basically says to whoever's looking at that particular lawsuit that, that that's reached its final point, that it cannot continue I believe that we we reached that point because there are two things the judge was kind of 
a little bit upset at we didn't have representation, which I thought was interesting, but we were pro se. He did not like that. Uh, and number two, we had really no way to, to force anyone's hand in the mediation. So we really couldn't get a discussion going. And because it kind of failed on that level, um, and we didn't come back with an attorney. I think that the judge just decided that he didn't he washed his hands of it. I do believe it was with prejudice. I, I'm not 100% sure, though. I, I think it's interesting that when looking at a case, wh whether, you know, when I was speaking to someone who, who wanted to have you on, that they looked at it as a defeat, um, that it was dismissed. Um, and, and then said, well, there's no way to prove that the loss, the filing of the lawsuit had anything to do with um, the stopping of the spraying. But nonetheless, the, the spraying did stop. Um, and a year later, from my understanding of what you told me thereabouts, because they sprayed in 2016 and 2017, right. that that's when you... Um, just happened to to be in the same place Aspen Institute and and had the courage to go and speak to Fauci um, direct directly. Yes. Yeah. And that, I, that I, I don't I don't know what what the city's mind. I had multiple conversations with Elena Hudak, never with uh, Carlos Jimenez. Who who are Hudak those people? Was, who are those people? That, 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 that they were members of the lawsuit. There was the mayor and vice mayor of Miami-Dade County. Yeah, deputy so mayor. So the present mayor of Miami-Dade County, who's still there, we sued. And we sued his vice mayor. And Elena Hudak was um, in front of me on three separate occasions. And she was a typical bureaucrat, you know, career bureaucrat who just without any emotion, with, with great, you know, form and composure, just basically said, we're going to spray if we want to spray. That, that was what she told me. That was before we, we went toward her with a lawsuit. So she knew how heartfelt we were, our convictions were strong. She knew that because I, I, I sat in front, in front of her numerous times. So, um, I do believe that that mediation and me going down with um, with uh, Cindy Matson, uh, the co-plaintiff, uh, with um, Kristen Rosen Gonzalez, who was a city uh, council person for Miami Beach, and also Mayor Regalado, that 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 did kind of have a selling point. They really didn't like that. They did not like the press being there. They did not come out of their office. Not once did they come out of their office to address or talk to us. And we were there for about 40 minutes waiting in the boardroom. Literally, they brought us into the boardroom and nobody came out of their office. And we went to their office and they were hiding in their office and they wouldn't come out. And the city um, attorneys were there too. The ones that, that showed up in court that they were just unwilling to speak to us. And I, I don't know. I mean, it was a very surreal experience i will go to my grave always wondering what what would have happened if we'd sat down with them they did not want to meet with with any of these politicians they felt that we ambushed them with politicians and these are the you know representatives of the people and, and just so to I, clarify I have a very strong feeling yeah no i was going to say i have a very strong feeling that they got the picture they got the message that we were there we were loaded for bear and I do believe they backed down from spring because of that. I think it was a direct correlation. You yeah. can't say that with certainty, but I, I do believe, I don't think they have sprayed since that moment. And the last time they sprayed, I believe was July 3rd, 2017. Mm. And I want to say that I'm not hundred percent sure, but I think that was the last time they sprayed. It was right before July 4th. And, and uh, that was it. So um, there, there seems to be, I, I don't know, quite honestly, who in the state of Florida is spraying right now. But if you have been reading the papers, OxyTech yep. is now releasing, oh they're releasing these, these horrific, diabolical insects into nature. Wow. 
And there is a 4% chance the females will not be sterile and can mate and deliver a Frankenstein baby. Yep. So and why, why is because interestingly, having covered antibiotic epidemic, antibiotic resistance epidemic, that in the proximity, at least in this instance, that when these terminator male mosquitoes come into contact with maybe, you know, I forget which antibiotic that they don't die, which I found very interesting. So then what you have is these mutant GMO mosquitoes uh, mating with regular mosquitoes to create who the F knows what. To just clarify on this, on your lawsuit that it was established or hinted upon that the Florida officials and the EPA, because there was um, contra, contra, contradictory information being shared on the fact of, of NALID, whether it was dangerous. So in one paragraph, I believe it was in your suit, it says in the, in the exhibitions, uh, there's nothing to worry about. And then like two sentences down in the same paragraph, we encourage people to avoid pesticides at all costs. So from my perspective, when I was speaking to Ian and telling him, dude, you're poisoned, you're, what you're explaining to me is that you're, you're, live, like you're exposed to poisons. I, I made Vanishing of the Bees my whole life, like I've been, I mean, since then, is dedicated to the message of the bees. And that is to tell people that we are the bees that are slowly being poisoned by sublethal doses and that now includes genetically modified on inorganic information because we're being flooded with disinfo. Um, so from my perspective of having also been sprayed by chemicals, ironically at an environmental film festival by accident, and then being diagnosed with lupus and fibromyalgia, mm. which I reversed, it's like to just, I can't even imagine my children going into a pool after supposed spraying is gone and then getting sick, sick or, or having, if I saw planes overhead, I would just freak the F out. Yeah. Um, so I can't even imagine what it would be like and to, to see Ian and speak to him and, and to go to the um, council, the city council and for people to be begging, please yeah. don't poison sure. us. Well, the, you know what's the, the irony of that, what you just said, is that yeah. University of Miami had a team of physicians, including a very young OBGYN, that were basically on the payroll for, I want to say, the government, advocating mm -hmm. spraying was necessary and vital because Zika, she said, quote unquote, was a thing. She said this in Miami Beach City Hall. Our heads exploded. Yeah. And this is University of Miami, right? This was supposed to be like the brain trust of Miami. They were bought and paid for along with the EPA, the CDC, everyone, because they wanted this Zika thing, which she called it, to explode because of the money. Yeah. And, you know, David Icke talks about, you know, keep on, follow the money. Sure. Follow the money. So David Ike, who I like a lot because I like what he says, even though it's very deep and you have to get deep into this to really understand that we are being, as you say, Miriam, systematically taken down. This is all cumulative. It's all affecting our DNA. It's epigenetic kind of 101 poison. And we are being taken down. The stress from CNN, from Zucker, that guy is a, a, a mortal enemy to humans with this talking head platform of poison that comes out and screws everyone up. I agree. And people like that, people like that, they get Sanjay Gupta and all these, you know, all these talking heads that say, oh, we're here for you. It's a lie. They're living the lavish life getting you know today with their ratings whatever up like 500 percent because of all the panic and craze around the riots and how you know tucker carlson 
had on, you know, this, this uh, little, you know, kind of tirade with, with these other talking heads. You had Hannity with Cornell West saying. Oh, the most yeah, crazy. that was crazy. But saying the Tucker the is yeah. on fire. I well, go see, Tucker. Yeah, Tucker, but seeing a hand. I mean, this is like crazy town. Yeah. It's like, this is like, am I on crazy pills? Mugatu, like crazy pills. What they are we must doing? be so, so laughing at us, watching people in their masks, people not social distancing. Sure. I'd like to say something about just African-Americans um, because we established, okay, a few things. One, Dr. Burks very early on sent this message to the millennials that they're going to be the ones to stop or to fuel the spread because there's arguably tons of uh, AI, the closest thing to AI robots mm -hmm. are, are, are millennials, program millennials sure. who are taking bricks and causing mayhem. So on one hand, there's snowflakes. On the other, they have no problems um, building a weapon. So that, that's one thing that she, she talked to the millennials. Next, we established early on that African-Americans are um, low-hanging fruit and, and, and tar yeah. like susceptible to the, this crisis virus, whatever this coronavirus is. And we have in conjunction the vaccinate with confidence movement where we had already starting with the flu, starting to surveil and identify unvaccinated populations. Right. Now, how appropriate is it that we've gotten all these black people now to mix and match together? Seattle's already offering free coronavirus tests. So, and they're confusing initially who said that we're going to be the asymptomatic or the, the dangerous ones, they could be um, infectious for even more than 14 days. Now they're going back on that, um, which just like, how can we even trust anything that you say? You're flip-flopping and then blaming us if we manage, if we happen to spread some disinfo that you have given us while we're, us truth seekers are trying to parse out. So black, back to um, Black Lives Matter. Yeah, they matter because they're they're going to be targeting them and they're using black people under the guise of they give a crap about them. I'm sorry, they don't. These people do not care. Um, I feel maybe as a brown woman that I'm in the middle that I can speak and and um, I'm not I'm not racist. I just call things as they are. And and so how long is it before we bring in the COVID nineteen? Uh, virus back again. The fact that George Floyd. So one thing. I, I'm, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm digressing. But just like April fourth, he was he was supposedly diagnosed with being COVID nineteen positive with a crappy PCR test. And really, so was he under quarantine? Was his fiance slash girlfriend under quarantine? When did this happen? That Georgie went to the doctor, and then again they swabbed him on the table uh, and he's so that's to keep the that's a very poignant point they want to keep the COVID-19 uh in in the mix of mm. this attack and of course they're not just going after African Americans we are all useless eaters to the globalists right yeah uh Michael that I mean that's a that's a really good point I mean what's it, it, do you see do you see a tie-in clearly clearly Miriam does do you see a tie-in between the COVID-19, uh, 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 theoretical threat, if you will. Uh, of course, it's not a theory. It is, it is, it is killing people. Uh, but, it, but, it, but it's clearly also being used, perhaps, the argument is for a wider agenda. I think when you and I spoke, uh, I addressed uh, the Microsoft patent uh, W0-2020-6060060, which is a cryptocurrency patent uh, recently awarded to Microsoft to run uh, to mine cryptocurrency off of microchipped human beings, and so does that make you know the the, the Bill Gates movement to microchip people uh, and this this tracing effort does that does that make that a, a, a clear a, a, is there a clear agenda uh, perhaps from that minuscule uh, ident identification? Uh, what is if you see one, Michael? What, what is the tie-in here? Um, piggybacking off of where Miriam left off, what is the tie-in between this? Uh, supposed race 
uh, war, which is frankly disgusts me. I I I have friends of of, of all uh, gender identification or sexual orientations, um, uh, black, white, Asian, I I I whatever. I Jewish. Some of my best friends have been Jewish, so I, I don't draw any line regarding ethnicities and that sort of thing. Uh, this is clearly being used uh, to do what? Uh, do you see a tie in there, Michael? Uh, as Miriam is is alluding to, is is there is there is this making sense to you uh, in, in 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 some type of an agenda uh, push in your view, Michael? Yes, yes, I do see a tie-in. I do believe that this is part of a very high-level approach toward creating a prison planet based on a technocratic um, technocracy, basically. You're, you're talking about a lot of things here, but they all tie in together. We have a push by a global politic that wants to take down populism and, and this idea of people power. They're using the idea of Black Lives Matter and piling on into that all kinds of other motives to get people, of course, to, to do a lot of things that, that are not necessary and counterproductive. The, the issue with coronavirus, it is very well established now, even the, I believe the past head at MI6 has come out and said this is a bioweapon, it came out of a Chinese lab. Um, there's no question that this was created. It's attacking the porphyrin molecule of hemoglobin. We talked about this on the last program. It has a profound effect on the way hemoglobin and oxygen work together. I had a Mexican physician friend of mine send me a video of a man who was in oxygen saturations of 30 with a heart rate of 170, still talking, and he died within about an hour. Uh, of him being attended to. It's real. There is no question. I know Alex Jones and some of the fringe alt-right media, if you will, are, are saying this is a scam. This is not real. The coronavirus, is a, it's, it's all fiction. It's not. It's real. It's, it's been created. It was used, however um, subtly or not, to create enormous economic social distress, which is what U.S. Army manual regarding bioweapons talks about. It is everywhere on every plant, a piece of our planet. Every country seems to have it, except, you know, for a couple of places. But, you know, it's everywhere. How did that happen? Why is it 18 times more uh, likely for you to get it inside than outside. What's going on with this thing? You know, why does it attack some people more than others? You know, it's really interesting. I don't think- Are there two different strains? Do you agree that? Because I believe there's two different- Oh yeah, there's 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 an L and an S. Or more than that actually Yeah, now. there's about 80 or 90 now. It's, it's mutating. Yeah. Some experts say it's becoming more virulent toward children, less virulent toward adults. Who knows? You know, we just saw a rise in all the Southern states. Is that because of the- protests or is that just because it's mutating right. who knows the who knows question- also sorry michael who knows like you know i saw a, t- a headline this morning and in new york times had emblazoned a hundred thousand deaths i don't look at the numbers anymore the pcr test is not a diagnostic tool the presumptive positives they tell you that they're counting them they're counting people that they suspect had coronavirus. They're bribing doctors or the medical establishment. They're bribing um, morticians to sign NDAs to classify everything under the sun as COVID-19 to bloat the data. The predictive model was wrong. So I'm not saying- We know know all that. That that I agree with. I, I think what we don't know is the timing of the next event, which is war. Now, I believe that they're taking this straight out of the 19, you know, early 1900 playbook, if you will. We, we have a pandemic, 1918. We have a financial collapse, 1929. We go to war, 1939. They're going to use that kind of, I want to say that sequence for, for their own um, device 
with regard to what's going on today. So we had the pandemic, we've got economic collapse, we've got rioting. Now we're going to have food riots because, of course, our food right. supply chain has been disrupted. We're going to go to war. There's no way the dollar can be sustained. The dollar is really melting down and melting up. How is the dollar even still around? We don't know. We do know that they're propping up this corpse called the, the U.S. economy. It's failed. They've tried to take down Donald Trump, you know, the deep state, so to speak. That coup failed. They're going for broke. They are going all the way. They have to take us to war. That's the only way that any of this is going to stop because that's how they solve it, right? It's very Hegelian. And the dialectic is a solution, you know, the solution is from the problem, the reaction. And right. the reaction is what you're seeing right now, the problem they created. And their solution they're going to give us is going to be very ugly. And that's going to be vaccinations and, and drones and the whole thing. And you talk about AI. AI is already with us. These phones are AI. They've been AI. They're our chip. We don't need to be chipped. They're chipped already. We're chipped. We carry them around everywhere. So anything that we do, we say, we think, they know already. You know, they can, they've got enough yeah. Yeah, information on, on the kettle of fish, right? How fish work. We're the fish. You know, we're, we're whatever. The hive mentality. They've figured it out. They know. So they're going to push us to the point at which we destroy ourselves, which we've saw on the news, you know, last couple. They're doing a good job. People are doing a good job. Keep at it. Yeah. And and that's the problem is that there, there is a virus. It's called rage. Yes. It's called hate. And it's inside the brain being promulgated by all of this nonsense. America has gone crazy. Yeah. 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 is Babylon. We are Babylon. We are the Babylonians of the, of the future. It's written about in the Bible. We are yeah. Babylon. We yeah. are the, the, the whore of the world. And we produce all of this nonsense and destroy the innocence of the world. For what? For what? For what? You know, what? And, and now we've done it. We've done it. We are Charlton Heston riding the horse down the beach, seeing the Statue of Liberty buried in the sand. And he gets off the horse and cries, you did it. You really did it. You destroyed us. And yeah. man, not actually, the age, man actually, did. I agree that the virus, and I've been saying that as well, this real virus is one of fear and one of hate. For officials, I don't know which official said that it's okay to defile property as long as it's not a right. human. And like, again, to go back to, to uh, George Floyd and the fact that Eric Garner also said 11 times, I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. And how, why are you assuming that this was race? These guys knew each other. And yep. there's a, there's an Asian cop, there's a Hispanic right. cop. They're speaking like today, they, they had George Floyd's bro talking and they're saying murder. I'm sorry, but there hasn't been a trial. Why are you putting that in the narrative? It has not been established that it's murder. You have, two opposing autopsies. So I called yesterday, again, I've called Hennepin, a medical examiner, many times. And this time I called NMS Labs that did the toxicology report that found all types of stuff in his blood. So why is it that Michael Baden has found, he hasn't even run a toxicology report. So I was wondering why it didn't come up, but you can't look, you can't find something that you're not looking for. So we have instigated civil war over manufactured race where the underlying missions of BLM is one, defund the police, release felons. Now, if you're talking about felons that are there for drugs, I personally believe they should not be there to begin with. They should be rehabilitated. Um, we should also consider what happened to those uh, felons that were released from prisons in America. Could it be that they were hired for this operation? They'd be perfect. Are we asking that? Three, another mission is to really um, deconstruct the nucleus, the family unit. Uh, that is one of their, their mission goals. So the fact that people just are mindlessly getting caught up 
and uh, protesting and pe white people are getting down on their knees. Like if someone came and said like, yeah. One doctor I spoke spoke or or messaged on Twitter had gotten three different um, messages from the medical establishment, like imploring him to take part in a knee, go down mm. on your knee protest. And he's like, I don't give down my knee for anybody, and definitely not the medical industrial complex. So there's a lot of bullying going around, snitching going around, and then part of me says, which, which may be judgmental. But look, if these if these people are not taking their power away, if they have no critical thinking skills, then is this in a greater way, Mother Nature's way of like, if you're not aligned with the planet or, or the, the mission, because I do believe in the forces of good, that they're not going to survive. They're killing each other off. They're, they're doing it. So if you want to go in the streets and kill your, go ahead and do that. Um I don't know. I'm just bringing up a whole, whole bunch of things to to the surface because they speak about us as useless eaters, and I'm sorry, there are a lot of useless eaters. I, I I'm I'm astonished at how this magic trick has taken over. Like you have people in London, you have right. it's become all over the world that people are are fighting for George Floyd. Yeah. No, we. I think we've we've definitely identified the spiritual angle here. Uh, Unfortunately, we've got about two and a half minutes left before I've got to uh, bring on Temple Grandin. Uh, for listeners, Temple Grandin uh, has a PhD. She's currently teaching at uh, Colorado State. She has autism. Um, so, but I, but I want to uh, I want to leave listeners with uh, solid points of views from each of, each of you. Um, and I thank both of you for Michael. Thank you for rejoining in such such a short notice. And Miriam, this is your fourth time uh, joining the program, uh, and you're a stalwart. You're a rock star in 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 my view. Both of you are, of course, uh, Michael. You should know that. Um, but but let's start, uh, please, with Michael. Um, I, I'd like you to um, leave listeners with. Uh, with with some closing thoughts, um, it can be uh, tying the two incidents together because it's just a matter of time. I would think before uh, this COVID nineteen comes back on the main stage. Uh, right now, we've got these protests; they seem to be simmering down. But you can you can leave listeners with I, I, any angle you'd like. But some some closing thoughts first from you, Michael. The key, I think, for human beings right now is to understand that we are a collective entity of light we all have consciousness we all have a soul in my opinion and i don't i disregard you know any comment that we're useless eaters i i think we all are special in our own way black white red green anything on this planet is special and i don't ever want to diminish anyone's being i just want us to understand that love is truly a most powerful harnessed force in the universe. And that means that there's nothing that can penetrate that love if we, we join in a, in a solidarity, if you will, that is truly one of the mind. So a conscious awareness of one another imbuing love is really the last thing that I want to say before I leave this planet. So beautifully said, Miriam. I, I want to, well, in regards to what you said, Michael, I'm not, I'm saying that people are acting as though they're useless eaters because they're not filling, they're, they're not fulfilling their potential. They're not thinking for themselves. And many people are disembodied and, and not um, the level of consciousness that we're seeing as this plays out is, is unfortunately, that's how we grow through tragedy. I, I would like to invite people to go within a lot of things are coming up and for you to use your time under voluntary house arrest or this time to look within and to realize that we are incredible amazing species and i'm sorry we have been dumbed down literally mm -hmm. uh, our acute points have been robbed because of the poisons in no the planet and the t and the, the hellavision so Please let let's look beyond skin color. This is this is spiritual warfare, and it, it goes beyond race. Um, 
So that, that's my lasting words, just to practice kindness and, and tolerance and, and, and know that people, if they are presented with all the information, which is not happening um, because of techno-fascism and other and censorship, then they're, they're not making decisions, their, their perceptions are compromised. So please, can, can we just look at the craziness that has happened and focus on solutions? And I don't know what those solutions are, but they do come with being at peace within and being grateful, using gra great gratitude as alchemy. Wonderful. Thank you, Miriam. And, and, and I, I, I agree with you both. There's, there's not a more uh, important time, certainly in, 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 in the American uh, as is referred to commonly as the experiment, it seems to be a successful experiment um, now. But it's it's up to us to not be divided and uh, certainly unify, uh, and unify under the fact that we are Americans and we have uh, we certainly have a constitution that 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 is written and it's still readable. Um, so thank you for both of uh, both of you for joining the program. Uh, the, the time is up, and and I look forward to inviting you back on. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. It was good to speak with you again. Blessings. Blessings, Ian. Thank you so much. God bless everyone. Yeah, God bless everyone. Thank you. Okay, so um, Zoom meeting successful. Uh, we have Temple Grandin actually phoning in. So she is standing by right now. I'm going to close out this discussion, and we'll be right back with Temple Grandin. Be awesome.